welcome back to the 11th installment of the Cold Steel Pen, my podcast where I talk everything Joyce and Ulysses, all while trying to navigate the personal odyssey of writing my debut poetry collection. As we arrive to the second half of the novel, I want to shift the impetus of our conversation onto myself, my writing, and what I can learn from Joyce. So far, our focus has primarily been on art and experience and the implications of the two through their correspondence and dissonance. This brings us to Sirens, the music chapter, with its sound unfurling in the larynx of the Ormond Hotel. When I think of sound, and particularly music, I think of the way we are all seduced by our senses. Music is an escape, an illusion of beauty that arrests our attention and moves our unconscious. Hence, Sirens, the mythological creatures that lure sailors to their death in the Odyssey with their sweet, longing song. I am drawn to music naturally because of its long-held association with poetry and its privileged position within aesthetics as beautiful. Kant discusses aesthetic judgment of the beautiful as something presenting itself purposive without purpose, namely that an object should inspire in us a sense of purpose despite not possessing one. In this realm, we could hold up classical music as an ideal, in that the music has no place in nature and yet feels essential, its mathematic operations occurring beneath the level of consciousness. The discussion of the beautiful is useful here because I find myself overwhelmed by the beautiful, unable to comprehend on first encounter. As the novelist Donna Tartt says, beauty is terror. Whatever we call beautiful, we quiver before. Likewise, when I hear sound, I am completely lost in the cadences passing before me, unable to make sense of the words that pile. With poetry, I hear first and then have to see the way a text unfolds across the physical page. Part of this is because although poetry is musical, it is married to paper. Any poet knows the value of white space that frames the end of a line. The ends of lines are more than a space for breath, but an aesthetic gap essential to the fabric of a work. This brings me to my own experience of reading Joyce, that although the text is so oral, I need to see the pages in order to have a fully immersive reading experience. I think too often we neglect the importance of text across a page, especially in our world of audiobooks and podcasts. Nonetheless, I think that the act of reading is essential, and I've always considered the ideal reader of my own work as someone in a silent room reading alone. Much of this comes from my preference for the lyric, a solitary voice speaking to the wilderness. I like the idea of poetry as overheard, the reader as an intrusion into the consciousness of the speaker. There is an intimacy to this that can only be experienced in lyric because the speaker is not consciously performing. I have always disliked poetry that attempts to be performative or polemical because I find it too aware of its audience. This is also the reason that I admire Joyce so much, as his text is hyper-intrusive, invading the lives of Stephen and Bloom with such extremity that we feel a part of them. Bloom is not aware of the reader. He does not act out for us but he simply is. We see these men in all their faults. I want to do the same in creating an art that is grounded in the experience of everyday beauty. While my work can be heard, I think that it must be read, 
to give not only the space that it needs to be understood, but to communicate fully across the page. As a poet, though, I cannot escape sound. There is no denying the nearly paralyzing effect music has on our minds, calling to us from ragged rocks. The music of a line is an invitation to the reader, a lonely call of beauty. The poem acts as the spiked and winding cold sea horn. I want my reader to experience my poetry as one does the seashell in sirens. He heard more faintly that that they heard, each for herself alone, than each for other, hearing the place of waves loudly, a silent roar. Mm -hmm.